hello there everybody welcome back to a comedian called Carl pouring and drinking coffee how the fucking hell are you <laughs> I uh mm, there might be a little bit of background noise today my um I'm in my normal seating position with the chaise long by the old bedroom window which has become my um my regular coffee location um, but there is uh, directly next door like you know I'm talking probably six foot away through a wall and a little alley um, there's some workmen doing some bits and bobs for the house next door they're sort of building some sort of weird side alley covering nice guys I went out and had a chat to them yesterday that's such a bloke thing to do isn't it Got some workmen working next door. You could like, sort of on top of the wall and just going out and having a chat. Mm. Lovely guys. Definitely, both of them have seen Hannah's boobies quite a lot in the last twenty-four hours. Because uh, they can also see into our front room kitchen and through the kitchen window. We don't have a, a blind on the kitchen window, and currently, Hannah is still. Um, quite rightly, just lying around with her boobs out all day, because she's feeding every hour, you know, every hour and a half, every two hours, so feeding a baby, just realise in case this is your first ever one you've listened to, this would sound very strange, but yeah, so yesterday morning when we could see that the workman had a sort of line of sight into the front room, I said to Hannah, do you want me to put up something over the window, and she was like, no, she don't care mate. Let them have a bloody butcher's mate. Cheer up their day, innit? Let, you know what? It's a bit overcast, windy. They're up doing manual labour. Let them have a little couple of sneaky boob looks during the day just to just to keep them going. Mm. Anyway, what's going on? Day is it? Tuesday. It is, um, yep, in like another pretty you know pretty used to this crazy sleep schedule it's 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 definitely work like it, i went new parents or just parents in general talk about how tired they are i'm interested to know if i'm experiencing it differently because of my work and the evening working and the hours i've kept over the years doing fringes and festivals where you know it can be quite extreme sleep patterns already because currently I feel in the night when we wake up every couple of hours to do stuff, feed her, change the baby, that is, I feel like, oh my God. Like, you know, you literally feel like somebody's just dragged you out of having, you know, you've not slept for 10 years and you just fall asleep and somebody wakes you up and it can feel quite overwhelming. But then by the time the morning comes, I've actually gone through that five or six times. My daytimes, I feel fine. So I don't know if that's... Normally when you talk to parents, they talk about how tired they feel at, like, all the time. But I actually I feel absolutely normal during the day so far. It's just, yeah, it's just them moments of waking up at 3am and having to get out of bed and wipe poo off a bum. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, do you know what, guys? I know it's probably boring to hear about, but it's, it is a fascinating, life-changing experience. We went to, um, we went and had a lovely little sort of picnic yesterday 
with the other members of our NCT group, which I think I've mentioned on here. NCT is basically, um, I mean, it's quite a middle class thing to do. It's basically like before your baby comes along, about six weeks before, two months before, you pay to do basically like a three day course in having a baby and what to do when they come along and breastfeeding and things like that. And also the idea of it's a chance to meet people in your area having a child at the same time. So you might uh, have a little support network of people that are going through the same stuff. Um, and obviously because of the coronavirus um, pandemic. Oh, oh, that's a bit of, that was a bit of a drill, wasn't it? Do you hear that? Um, obviously we did our NCT on Zoom. So we've never physically met these people. These people, that sounded much more weird. Uh, what I mean is we've never met the people. We just saw them on Zoom and everyone was lovely. And then yesterday we um, thought, oh, let's, uh, let's all meet in a park, in Queen's Park, and have a little physical, socially distanced catch-up. Lovely. Everyone's got lovely little babies. Um, yeah, it was nice. It was sort of nice to sort of socialise. I've not socialised physically in a long time. And, uh, you know, you think... You'd think it'd be weird just meeting some strangers <laughs> in a park that basically the only thing you've got in common is a child. But it's nice when you haven't actually had sort of any socialising for a while. It's actually, I really enjoyed just having a chat to some nice people and um, and hearing their stories of having a little baby as well. Everyone's, everyone's got a very, you know, it's a very individual thing, isn't it? You know, you're going through a very similar thing, but differently, because obviously it's more about, I think people experience it based on their own personality. That's what I've, that's my take on it, guys. I just acted out having a cigarette there, just in case you wondered what that noise was. Um, I've read so many bloody parenting books during Hannah's pregnancy, and I'm reading a couple now, just of like baby books, just to see what what's going on in the little tiny brain of my daughter and <laughs> if it wasn't a, if I wasn't describing that physically that would have been quite an insulting thing to say about my child but yeah like you know there's so many different chains of thought it's absolutely pointless ever you know even caring about different styles of parenting and that you know some people I think can be quite judgy of other parents who are going about it in their own way I think if you're if you love your child yeah and you're, everything you're doing is with the intentions of raising, of, of the, being for the benefit of the child and also at the same time being mindful of your own experience and not, go, you're not, not ruining yourself. I think that's, that's all it is. That's good, isn't it? So it was nice to meet people who, everyone's doing it slightly different and they've got their own way of doing it. And you, you, know, you just think, oh, this is cool, isn't it? This proves that there's no one way of just looking after a newborn baby. You've just got to do it, man. Just got to keep them fed, keep them clean, and then just ride it out. It's nice, though. It's obviously... I've never been great with babies. No, is anyone great with... I mean, sure, there are people that are great with babies, but even my nephews and niece and stuff, they, um, you know, I was, I'm good with them. Once they get to about two, or, yeah, once they become a little... Sort of, they just start to become like a little 
adult, don't they? They're, just, they're walking around and talking and engaging. Sort of, it's quite. It's like having a funny little idiot with you. Like you know, you're, you've got like a pissed little mate. Whereas babies are just so much more. I've always found them quite intimidating, and I th- I was worried that would carry over into you know. I thought we'd have one, and suddenly I'd be looking at her like I don't know what to do. But you do. It's an instinct, mate. I'm very yeah. It's really obviously there's science behind it, but yeah, you definitely just have a, some sort of reserve of knowledge that is instinctive. At the moment you've got your baby, you just sort of know roughly what you're doing. So you know, it's all a bloody. It's like a one big science experiment, isn't it? One big science experiment with added um, strange hours and having poo on you quite regularly and sick. You know, I've had to put a clean t-shirt on yesterday after a shower, picked her up, she vomited on me. That's what you got to get used to, that thing of just ha- having some bodily fluids on you at all times. Which... Four weeks ago would have bothered me. Never been good with bodily fluids. You know, I've always been somebody that if um, this is gross, but you know when you are you go for a number two, and you wipe your bum. Do you know sometimes your finger breaches the paper, and touches your pooey bum hole. Um, that used to be a day ruiner for me, but properly. I could, no amount of washing would make me forget that I'd touched poo that morning. So, you know, that's what I, that's who I am and always have been. And I thought, well, this is going to be a problem, isn't it? Turns out, no, there, again, there's some instinctive switch that goes the moment a baby comes along. It's almost like part of your brain goes, right, we're going to have to let. You know, it's like they sort of have a sort of clear out of staff. They call, you know, your brain calls in the person that has always been the worrier about poo and goes, look, man, I'm sorry to tell you this, but we've got to let you go. <laughs> He's like, what? What are you talking about? I've been, here, I've, been here the, I've been here for 38 years. You know, I'm one of the longest running members of staff, actually. And the boss is like, look, I'm sorry. This is, you just, you're not, you're surplus to requirements, mate. So you know, you get a nice pension. We're gonna put, we're putting you out to pasture, and that happens like, on the day your child is born. Just so you can just physically touch poo without it even registering. You could touch poo, and then not wash your hands, and then just make a sandwich, and it won't even bother you. You could see the shit on your finger while eating an apple, and you'll be like, oh, I'll wash it off when I finish my apple, mate. Anyway, I just hear, I just had the distant, faint cries of my baby child. I should probably go see what's going on. Um, anyway, thanks for tuning in. I've got a tiny bit of coffee left. I've got to finish your coffee, you know what I mean? There's a tiny drop left in the bottom of the pot. Um, I, uh, mm. What is she is? Oh, she is having a bit of a cry. She's probably just woken up, which is something she gets from me. Whole life, when I wake up, I just scream the house down. 
<laughs> I don't. It'd be funny. I, I have had, had that thought of, you know, sort of thinking about the behaviours of a baby and what it would be like if an adult did it. You know, like when a, when a baby like tries to latch on breastfeeding, if they miss, they just lose their minds just for a minute. They just kind of, uh, uh, it's like they've forgotten how to eat, essentially. And um, I just have been thinking about how funny it would be if you that never went away, you know. If just an adult just, you know, and sometimes you just put a chip in your mouth and you accidentally miss and drop it on the floor and you just full-on cried in the street. It'd be quite funny, quite amusing. Anyone would think my brain has started to try and write stand-up comedy again. When I start having ideas like that, I'm like, your brain is telling you to start making some stand-up notes, mate. But I ain't writing it down. Comedy's done, mate. It's dead. <laughs> I'm retired. It's never coming back. It might do. And on that note, on that tapping of a of a hammer from next door, I am going to wrap it up because I'm about to take the final sip of my coffee. Mm. Yum yum. Okay. Bye bye.